this is Carrie, Fullerton Professional Organizing. I hope you're having a good day and a good week. And today I'm going to talk to you about some ideas that I got from Melissa James. And uh, her subject is, you know, tackling areas that you're overwhelmed um, and the barriers Decluttering barriers, things that keep you from getting the decluttering and organizing done, uh, areas that are overwhelmed, and why, and and some ideas. Uh, you know, she says that some of the ideas are you uh, don't feel like you have time. You're challenged with time. Time is a hot commodity for you, and the idea of doing a marathon decluttering and organizing event seems impossible to you. That in itself, excuse me, sounds overwhelming. Uh, she says, determine how much time you can dedicate. Try to get at least an hour. Break up your work into small chunks. She says, start with your easiest areas first. That way you see some quick wins and it motivates you to keep going. Incorporate decluttering into your daily activities. As you go around the house, if you see something that you no longer need, just go ahead and put it in the trash or the donation bin um, and, and you will start seeing some... Uh, improvement if you are conscious of that throughout the day. Um, she says, you know this is a job you need to take on, but you don't know where to start. You get trapped in overthinking and feeling like you'll never finish. So she says, take a step back and identify the areas that you are most important to you. Your top priorities. Do a current state assessment to help you identify whether you are, what's, you know, what is the scale of messiness? One being very little to five being the worst it's ever been. And tackle, you know, one and two areas for decluttering, you know, determine the number. You know, how messy is it? Break down the tasks in your highest priority rooms or categories into small tasks. Grab, uh, write down your, your uh, plan. Focus on one room or one category at a time. Uh, it could be, you know, books or a bookshelf or, you know, a drawer. When you finish a category or a room, celebrate your accomplishment. Take and post pictures. Show your family members. Pat yourself on the back. Reward yourself. Um, and then there, some decluttering barriers are the just-in-case items. You don't know what the future holds. You consider scenarios where you might need a particular item and you fear if you get rid of something, you may not have enough when you get when you need it as you sort through your things anything that you want to hold on to just in case put it aside in a corner of the room or in a box keep your momentum going 
with the rest of the room. Considering the consider the following factors. When when was the last time you used it? How frequently did you use it? What would happen if you didn't have it? And is there something else that you could use in its place? Give yourself a deadline. Put it in a box, and if you haven't used it in six months or a year, let it go. The someday syndrome is another hard one for decluttering. You save things because you have plans for them someday. Someday your daughter will want this for her wedding. Someday if I lose weight. Someday if I go to France. Someday if I, you know, and you keep these items. Someday when you have a grandchild. Someday, you know, and you just hold on to it. And there's an emotional attachment. Now, you're anticipating the guilt of getting rid of something, having a sense of obligation to keep items or feeling sentimental about items prevents you from decluttering. If you are hanging on to your kids' things, consider if you have those same items from your childhood. Did you keep those? Were they great memories for you? Um, are they meaningful to you? Do you actually pull them out and look at them? If you don't have any of those items from your childhood, do you miss them? Do you feel like your life has been less quality because you didn't have them? If you want to limit the number of sentimental items you hold on to, consider getting a bin and letting your bin be the container. And once it's full, it's full. You can take things out to put things back in it, but you make sure that the one bin is your bin um, for all those sentimental items so you don't go overboard. Share the other items that are left over with grandma or aunts and uncles and other family members that might cherish them, uh, you know. And you don't want to donate your items this is another barrier. You prefer not to discard them. You hope to one day sell them and make a little money. Well, now, is it worth selling? Are you going to make any, is it worth it? How much time and money does it take to sort, store, and sell these items? If you hold on to items you intend to sell for too long, will they retain their value? These are all things that you need to ask yourself if you're going to sell items. Will you actually post them and sell them? If you won't, then you might as well get rid of them. If you post them right away and don't sell them, how long will you hold on to them until they sell? It depends on the value. Some things you might as well just donate to someone in need. But if they're worth the the money that you're going to sell them for, then by all means, do it, but do it now. You want to read, and another thing is you want to reduce your things, but you are unclear at how to make decisions about what to get rid of. So identify your criteria for discarding things. Here are a few examples. We're going to give you some examples. 
anything that doesn't give you joy, like Marie Kondo says, anything you don't use or haven't used, items that are out of style or outdated, items that are broken, worn out, or outgrown, things you have unnecessarily, uh, unnecessary duplicates of, you are ready to... Now, here's another one. Are you a perfectionist? You are ready to declutter, discard, and organize, but you want a perfect end result the first time. Well, qualify how long you've been thinking about starting and how long you've delayed. Encourage yourself to just get started. Do something to get you unstuck. If you ha need to declutter a bookshelf, Take all the books off the shelf. Maybe you're not ready to sort through them, but have them out of their ordinary place will help open up your, your thinking, your mind. Acknowledge the progress is better than perfection. Progress is better than perfection. Now, another is, now what is next? You are ready to declutter and discard, but you're stumped with what to do after you choose items to get rid of. Do you donate them or throw them away? Once you decide what to discard, you have a few options. Give away to someone you know, donate to a nonprofit, sell items that are in good condition, recycle items that are broken, uh, old or whose purpose is outdated, Throw away items that are no longer useful. Now, creating a discarding plan. If you prefer to give things away, make a list of people you know. Maybe you prefer to donate. If that's the case, identify local drop-off centers. If you want to sell, look at online places and consider what you can put out for your regular recycling services or look up locations in your community. Make a plan so that you're ready. Now, if you have lack of motivation, you look around your house and you don't love the clutter. You think something should be done, but you just can't muster the energy to do something about it. Well, that's a barrier as well. So, get happy. Research shows that being optimistic actually increases your productivity. I'm not kidding. So encourage yourself. Think about your vision, uh, how nice it would be when you have discarded and organized your things. Get inspired. Read some popular decluttering books. Watch some YouTube videos. Uh, Life-changing magic of tidying up is a good one. All right, now let's go over some other notes that I took. She doesn't have a YouTube, but I will share information about her in the description. Um, but she talks about simple decluttering tips for finishing. Marie Kondo uh, has a thing where a room audit from one Marie Kondo approved to five quarter status and four and five are the hardest areas to declutter. But she says you want your space to be family functional. That was her goal. Family functional, not Pinterest perfect. Discard, sort, plan, 
contain and label. Discard, keep, recycle, donate, trash, sell now. Questions to ask, do I use it? When do I use it? Last time used, is it sentimental? Do I have anything I can use in its place? What if I did not have it? And sort like items. Plan your space. Sorry. Plan your space. How can it function better? Also, how can I organize by using vertical space? Use containers, bins, and baskets for things that need to be transported from here to there. Like, she used the example snow skiing. If she had all her snow skiing things in a bin, she just puts that whole bin in the vehicle and she's got it all ready to go. She doesn't have to take the things out of the bin and then pack them. She just takes the bin. That's very smart organizing. And of course, label everything. Have a goal in mind. Have inspiration. Get inspiration for, from Pinterest and videos and Instagram. You're Organization doesn't have to be Pinterest perfect, but you can be inspired and get ideas. Whether you're going to use clear bins because you need to see what's in there, or if you are transporting the whole bin, like I mentioned on the ski items, you won't need to look inside. You're going to take the whole bin. Or if there are things that you know if you store them away, you will forget them altogether and you want to be able to just grab them off the shelf, you may not put them in bins at all. That's how she has her stuff organized. She has some decorative stuff that is not in bins. Then she has the things in bins that you don't can't see through. Those are things that she can just take the whole bin and transport. Or she has baskets where she has things that she needs to transport. And then she just has clear bins for things that she just needs to be able to remember what's in there for when she needs it. Uh, she has the holiday bins uh, and stuff like that. So start with easy areas, not the sentimental areas. Manage your energy. Work when energized and work 15 minutes at a time when you have no energy. Break it down to bite-sized pieces. Work when it is a convenient time. Make it fun. Have a friend over. Play music, audiobooks. Maybe get the whole family to help at once to make it quick and more fun to do. During, Put on some dance music while the whole family is is participating and helping get it done all right now a little review on what melissa james plan is it says melissa walks us walks people through the basics of decluttering on her website any space and then gives solutions to tackling the nightmare areas if you don't know which area you want to focus on, do a quick assessment. Those areas that are nearly hoarder status are going to be your nightmare decluttering, decluttering projects. Those may be the ones you want to do last. You know, those may not be the first ones you tackle. 
but you'll still need motivation once you get to that point, correct? Uh, the steps to decluttering are discard as much as possible, sort things into categories, plan your space, contain like items together, and then make sure they're all labeled. Save the most draining tasks for last. Otherwise, it may derail you from finishing because you're immediately going to be overwhelmed. You don't want to start with overwhelm. You want to start with the easy stuff first. Uh, make a fun, make it fun. Invite a friend over to help or listen to an audiobook or some dance music that keeps you dancing through. Set a goal or vision for the space. It could be family functional. If the area is not going to be visible by many people, or it could be pretty with matching baskets in main areas of your home. Get inspired. Check out Instagram. Watch organizing TV shows. Attend Get Organized HQ every year. And join the Facebook groups out there. Those are all ways to be inspired. Read blogs. Start with the easiest items. There's podcasts also, like this one. Start with the easiest items to make decisions about. Something like a pantry has no sentimental attachments and is smaller space. Manage your energy and not your time. No what drains you, and what sustains you. Keep working based on your energy level. Not what time it is. Work on your project at the most convenient time, such as during a rainstorm, during a TV show, when you're stuck inside, or when the kids are down for a nap. Do what works for you, but try to figure out what works for you. Everyone is different. Everyone has different barriers that keep them from decluttering, mental barriers. You just have to figure out how to work around those mental barriers. What motivates you? For me, um, listening to praise and worship music helps motivate me. Listening to audiobooks motivates me. Um, I can enjoy the tasks that I don't enjoy more when I'm doing something enjoyable like listening to a podcast or an audiobook. Um, right now, I'm listening to How to Have a Martha Home in a Merry Way or How to Have a Merry Home in a Martha Way. <laughs> I can't remember which way it goes, but it's a, incorporating Mary and Martha into your uh, home cleaning efforts. Spending a little time in God's Word to, and also trying to be that uh, 
Our goal is to be more of a Proverbs 31 woman. Like we said, progress, not perfection. And um, just trying to make our homes better and having a better attitude sometimes helps uh, reading those scriptures. Of course, I used to get very upset reading the Proverbs 31 woman because I could not achieve that. But I have learned that that is what a Proverbs 31 woman looks like. That isn't exactly, we're not supposed to be identical to the Proverbs 31 woman. We are just supposed to have some goals and she met her goals. We have different goals, but the attitude is the same, is to be proud of our home and be proud of our efforts and continue to improve to be a better Proverbs 31 woman, not a perfect Proverbs 31 woman. So I hope this helps you. I hope I can um, inspire you to progress, not perfection, just trying to be a little bit better every day and um, improving every day. All right, guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And I will see you on the next podcast and YouTube.